the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And the lifelong trader. This is the Biz 1440. KYCR Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. A missile strike has seriously damaged a key energy facility near Ukraine's capital. The governor of the Kiev region said that the strike did not kill or wound anybody. The Russian military made it a point this week to try and cut water and electricity in populated areas of Ukraine after a truck bomb damaged the bridge that links Russia to the annexed Crimean Peninsula last weekend. Former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says he's made a number of visits to Taiwan lately. He says the people there are eager to maintain their independence from mainland China. I found the people that are prepared to protect their freedom, their sovereignty. They love the fact that they get a chance to make decisions for themselves. They are demonstrably showing that democracy can work in a culture like theirs. Former Secretary Pompeo is seen as a likely presidential contender in 2024. He was interviewed this week by the Salem Radio Network. This is SRN News. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted on the job each year, leading to injuries and death. This is the reality they deal with when making contact with the public. Another reality is that if someone doesn't comply with a lawful order or uses force against them, police may have to use sufficient force in response to obtain compliance. Use of force is always ugly. Nobody likes it, especially police, and nobody knows how it will turn out. Spread the word. For de-escalation to work, both parties must de-escalate. And de-escalation isn't necessary if there is no escalation. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer. Whether it's getting asked a question, getting a citation, or getting arrested, don't argue, don't resist, don't flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now, complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how to help law enforcement accomplish its goals, visit nationalpolice.org. Pro-life across America, the Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No, no wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, Please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Come on, rise and shine. It's a beautiful day, isn't it? It's going to be a great year. Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. Is it safe? It's the King Banyan Show. This is a man. Your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient nodes of thought. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Good morning. Welcome, King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440. Thank you for being here. Uh, it's fall. It's October. If you don't like the weather, wait a minute. If you don't like the inflation forecast, well, you might have to wait a while. It's not likely to get better anytime soon. Anyway, we're listening to, uh, listening to the show on what we'll call Inflation Saturday. We're going to use this for a while. 
Jobs Saturday is probably going to be with us uh, until we stop doing the King Banyan show here. But um, but Inflation Saturday will be an item, I believe, for quite a while to come. Um, I I wouldn't have developed this as a two or three month uh, idea. I think this is going to be with us for two years or more. Uh, but this was the week that we got the CPI report. This is the week that we got and, and producer price index. Uh, all of that information came to us very quickly. Uh, and, and so we are going to, we're going to talk about that today here on the show. We will discuss, uh, that which culminated in the, uh, in the sacking of the, uh, chancellor in the UK, uh, quasi Quartang, replaced by Jeremy Hunt yesterday by the prime minister, uh, Liz Truss. Uh, I'll talk briefly about that, um, the UK probably isn't as interesting to many of our listeners here in Minnesota than as it is to uh, to me. I I think I but I think this lessons is instructive because I think it is. I'm going to talk about it in terms that I think can relate better to the United States than just our idle curiosity or sort of um, uh, uh, you know enjoying the pain of others. Um, in 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 the UK and in Europe, um, and I got a couple other stories to share with you as well uh, coming up here on the show today. I want to thank you for. I kind of cut out quickly uh, uh, last week because I had to go give a talk to a group of uh, high school high school teachers, and I'd say all the way K twelve teachers who are interested in teaching economics and finance in Minnesota high schools and, and, and elementary schools. Um, a really nice time talking with a few other uh, colleagues uh, uh, around, the, around the state. Um, just a, what we talked about, and I might, I might come back and talk a little more about this at the end of the show, depending on time, um, was this idea of quiet quitting and the lack of engagement of workers in the in the labor force right now not just in terms of the labor force participation rate but in terms of how it is that people are actually exerting effort on a job and whether or not we're really employing all of the human capital built into our our our, uh, workforce and what does that human capital really mean there's lots of different topics to go there there's a couple of things I didn't say in that talk in the interest of time and, frankly, in the interest of not trying to be too controversial and make this sound too much like, uh, make, make that talk sound too much like this show. Um, I also want to give a shout out to uh, any of those who are listening. I talked to a few people. I, I've, I'm at the rate of giving about two talks a week right now in the community uh, and around the state. Uh, you can reach me through uh, TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Uh, click on the show there, and you'll see an email address. You can reach out to me if you want. Um, uh, I always tell people, if you're not charging for a talk and I decide to come talk for you, talk to your group, I'm not charging you for a talk. Um, I'm always, you know, I'll go talk to any Rotary, uh, any uh, exchange club, any Kiwanis. Um, you know, I'll do that just because um, that's I believe in those civic institutions that hold our, hold our, I believe, hold uh, our society together. But um, I was talking to a group of people down in Monticello. They were in Minnesota, about, you know, partway between here and the Twin Cities. They were celebrating their area manufacturers and immediately had a fellow named Don, not the Don that respond. I I know the Don that you'll see uh, in the Twitter comments using hashtag pound KBRS. This was a different Don. Uh, but it's something that I haven't experienced very much, which was someone said, hey, can I get a picture with you? And I was like, you want a picture with a guy with a face for radio? Well, okay. Uh, so here we go. Uh, that was fun. Uh, and talked to a few other people. So if you were there and you decided after the, after that talk that you'd tune me in, you can't pick up the, you can't pick up the air signal for 1440 in St. Cloud, but you can in Monticello. Uh, and so, um, hopefully, uh, hopefully if you're there, thank you. Welcome. If this is your first time, uh, listening to the King Banyan show, first of all, uh, we always start by saying thank you. Uh, lots of choices I have, you have on a Saturday morning. This is the choice that I've made on a Saturday morning for the last 18 years. And I will do it for, uh, 
I'll do it for a good bit longer, um, I think, as long as uh, our good friends at Salem Twin Cities will have us. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's a great place to be. Uh, we were talking there about the role of manufacturing in the, uh, in the Minnesota economy that, uh, on, on that was Thursday, right? And uh, I think, um, I think it, it, bears, it bears mentioning for those of you listening to us in Minnesota, which is the majority of the people listen to me. I know some people listen to me over the air. You can list going through Twin Cities Business Radio. You can listen using iHeart or, or any of the other apps that are out there to stream your radio. And so I know I've got some people listening to me from other states. But here in Minnesota, manufacturing is a bigger part of the Minnesota economy than elsewhere. And I think even though... What happened to the economy in the coming out of the COVID recession was first this huge spike in the amount of goods goods we were purchasing. Manufacturers had a banner 2021, including here in Minnesota. 2022 will not look as good as 21 because it's almost like nothing could. It's like the year after you win the Super Bowl. Okay, I know that's different for you folks here in Minnesota, but I don't mean to rub that in as a Giants fan. But hmm. um, it's it's more, you know, at the year after you win the Super Bowl, unless you win the Super Bowl again, it's like, oh, it wasn't as good a year. It could still be a great year. <laughs> this has been a great year, I think, for manufacturers. 20, 2023, I'm not so sure. I still, I still am leaning toward... There probably is a recession. It's probably starting sometime soon. You may have seen news this week that uh, uh, Minnesota Management and Budget, our state uh, agency that, uh, that provides us with uh, budget forecasting, uh, relies on a national forecast from a company called IHS out, out of Cambridge, Massachusetts. And IHS is saying that a recession is starting in the fourth quarter and extending three quarters, and that's being built into the forecast for uh, for Minnesota as well. Um, I think that IHS number and, and the numbers they were portraying in there, I looked at that and said, that seems like a pretty reasonable forecast. Might be right, might not be right. But as I try to tell people, as I've tried to say, this is not going to be a recession in my mind that's going to be like the 2007-2008 recession where the housing market went went from wow to oh my gosh, uh, in the course of in the course of about eighteen months, I don't I don't I see prices softening. I don't see them crashing through the floor like like in two thousand eight two thousand nine. I don't think you're going to see the wave of bankruptcies largely because everyone that wanted to refinance a mortgage at three percent could do so, or they could have just paid it off. Right. So I don't see that being that big an issue right now. Um, and 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 again, in the good sector, people are still buying stuff. They're not buying stuff at the rate they can. I mean, can, I mean, you know, as a married man, I can only buy so many new sets of golf clubs before my wife's like, hey, what the heck? Right. I can only, you know, but people still want to take vacations or see family living in other parts of the country or even other parts of the world. People still want to, people still want to go out to concerts and they still want to go see, they want to go see the Vikings. They still want to, you know, uh, Daniel and I were just talking about our excitement about the Timberwolves. I haven't been to see the Timberwolves since 2019. I'm going to go this year. Okay. I mean, I'm doubly curious because I'm curious about how the, how their reconfigured team's going to look. But there are a lot of people who will say to themselves, "You know what? I haven't been to I haven't been to professional sports, or I haven't been to the opera, or I haven't been to an art museum in three years, and I'm just going to go do that." Leisure activity is going to is is the big bounce that I still see happening, and I think that all lays underneath what what a recession might look like will there be a recession yeah again i think it's more likely yes than no but there are there are places where recession's been really harmful in the past i don't see happening this time and there are things lying underneath this recession that i think are going to hold up that bottom end a little bit um and and people are going to be making different kinds of choices for example you're reading stories in the papers about or or online about 
about how people are substituting toward cheaper products or you know, buying, buying, uh, um, you know, not buying name brand products, but buying, you know, buying generic products instead, or you know, or making other kinds of substitutions because prices are rising so rapidly. I, you know, when I teach economics, I tell people, you know. What distinguishes a good economist from a bad economist is not getting the direction right, but the how much. If you want to be a good forecaster in particularly, your guess of the elasticities, the responsiveness of the economy to various shocks, that's, that's what's going to make you or break you. And right now, I think in terms of, of leisure hospitality, I think people are a little bit less responsive to price increases in that sector and in and you know that means that they are becoming relatively more more responsive to price changes at the grocery store at the at at the soup at the uh, department store even at the even on car lots i think those numbers are beginning to come down those are the kinds of things we're going to look at as we dig into the CPI numbers here. Coming up next on Inflation Saturday on the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. We'll be right back. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Are you drowning in IRS tax debt? I owe the IRS $37,000. Get ready for a toll-free hotline. Take advantage of new IRS tax forgiveness programs that may protect you from IRS collection agencies. They have the power to garnish your wages, put liens on your property, and levy your bank account. Civic Tax Relief can help protect you from the IRS. Civic Tax Relief basically represented me against the IRS, and by the time everything was completed, I didn't owe the IRS anything. Find out about the Fresh Start program that is now available through Civic Tax Relief. Civic Tax Relief's special tax hotline can help you discover all the relief programs available for free. I would recommend anyone who has a tax problem to contact Civic Tax Relief. Just call 800-506-5803. 800-506-5803. Don't wait. Call now. 800-506-5803. 800-506-5803. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. Okay, Mr. and Mrs. Local Business Owner, do you get calls from multiple digital marketing firms trying to sell you the quick fix to your marketing challenges? Maybe you've bought the latest tactic that some hotshot sold you and you're wondering where your results are. The problem is you know you need to market your business, but trusting a partner, well, that's been a challenge. Our solution for many local business owners is through our digital marketing solutions, Salem Surround. Salem Surround is unique because we're based on the same guiding principles that Salem Media is. We actually care about our clients and we're accountable to our results. The same care that we deliver our radio content to you is the same we do with all our digital marketing services. So reach out to us at SalemSurround.com today and we'll consult with you about your individual needs and create a customized plan to actually do what you need your investment to do. That's SalemSurround.com, a full-service digital marketing solution for your business. Hi, I'm Anthony Commerce with Commerce Water. A year ago, we introduced wet technology into our softeners. It's exclusive to Commerce. Since then, customers have saved an average of 700 gallons of water and over 300 pounds of salt each year. And you can too. Go to Commerce.com.
Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. I, you know, just before I left the car to uh, to uh, come in here to uh, my office here at St. Cloud State where the sun is shining through the window, it's cold in my office. Periodically, if you've listened to The King Banyan Show, you'll hear me complain about the temperature in my office. It's pretty, it's pretty brutal. Uh, right now it is 67 degrees. Yesterday morning I was in here, it was 63. And what I said was, you know what? If I want to experience cold offices, I'll go to Europe. Um, and the person on the other end of the phone's like, they didn't understand the joke. But you know what? If you listen here, you probably would get this. Uh, um, uh, you know, he, uh, it's just, it's just, uh, if you listen to the show, you're probably a pretty sharp. You're pretty a sharp person, uh, and would have understood. Europe's going to have cold offices this winter, uh, for sure. Uh, my my daughter uh, works in works in uh, Europe, and uh, we. I think I mentioned this last week. Our plan was when she came, she stopped by the house on her way back from a conference uh, uh, down in down in. Uh, she stopped in Los Angeles and went to a conference down in Mexico. She stopped on her way back, and I said, "You should pick up some sweaters that you left behind here." Um, you notice how you know you got if you're if you got uh, grown children, you ever notice how your house gets used as as uh, a U-Haul storage space? Yeah, I I know how you feel. It's the, it's the same thing. Um, all right, let me uh, let me talk about the inflation story a little bit more here. I want I want to stay on that task for for the time being. Um, the headline numbers, the headline numbers were pretty, pretty much, uh, what everybody, they were higher than expected, but I think if you dig down, they weren't all that different. So what I said was, remember the good sector is in decline, but people are spending more on services. You could see that in the data. If you took the, if you took the, uh, CPI numbers, just for services, not goods, and you excluded energy, which were down in the month 44%, then then there was no change in core goods prices in in September after one half of 1% rise in August. They're up 6.6% year over year, pointed, this pointed out by Peter Buchvar on his uh, book report uh, website. Um, uh, they're up 6.6% they're up year over year. That's the slowest since May of 21. We actually are, are seeing a deceleration, I think, in goods prices, in good price inflation. Um, and so that's, that's the good news on that. But the rest of it, I don't think, I don't think you can say is very good. The headline number up four tenths percent. Core overall, which included the which includes energy, up six, excludes energy but includes uh, housing, up six tenths percent. Both two tenths more than expected. Year over year gain was eight point two versus eight point three in August for headline for core. From 6.3% to 6.6%. That's the highest since 1982. Right? Food prices up 8 tenths. Energy prices, again, down 2.1% month over month. But but again, if I take that services inflation and subtract down energy, that number was up 8 tenths month over month, 6.7% year over year. And I thought, you know, <laughs> and so the administration was out trying to spin this son of a gun as best as they could. Brian Deese, the head of the National Economic Council uh, and reliable uh, spokesperson for the Biden administration, uh, was, on, was on one of the news channels. And I'll remember, I'll try to remember which one during the break while we play this for you. But um, uh but uh, yes, this is this was on uh, Bloomberg on Thursday. Let's play this cut number three. 
It's clear that inflation is a challenge. It is a global challenge affecting countries around the world. And I think the first and most important part point to make is that the United States is in a better position than virtually any other country to address this challenge and do what is necessary to bring prices down without having to give up all of the economic gains that we have made. So I want you to I'm actually going to have you play it a second time, Daniel. So stand by. Um, I want you to understand what this what this gentleman says. Brian Deese is saying, yep, it's happening to us, but one, it's also happening to everybody else. Can't blame us. Can't blame us. Um, and then two, uh, we're in a better position than anybody else. And I want you to think about why that might be true. So I want you to listen to this again. This is just uh, 19, 19 seconds. Uh, play again. Cut number three. It's clear that inflation is a challenge. It is a global challenge affecting countries around the world. And I think the first and most important part point to make is that the United States is in a better position than virtually any other country to address this challenge and do what is necessary to bring prices down without having to give up all of the economic gains that we have made. But the point here is this, uh, Mr. Deese. The, the, the gains that you made are, in fact a result of a stimulus of demand, right? There's been no gains that have been generated by any economic policy, and I would actually extend back to 2020, with the exception of the, of the creation of the vaccine for COVID. That is the only real positive thing that's happened to supply, aggregate supply in this country, that you could attribute to government policy. As opposed to the previous period where, and again, I, I, I always caution people when, when I say something about, about the previous administration, I say, not a fan of the president, you know, president's behavior, but I was a fan of some of his policies. One policy I was a fan of was the deregulatory, the, the entire regulatory policy of the Trump administration contributed to increasing supply in a way that, frankly, we hadn't seen in 35 years. Right? We had not seen that emphasis on deregulation since it didn't happen du- during George W. Bush. It didn't happen under Presidents Obama or Clinton or, or not really even under George H.W. Bush. You have to go back to, to Ronald Reagan to find a period of time where we did, we did that much to actually deregulate the economy. As an act, as an active act, so the gains that you made were largely the result of the demand stimulus. But understand what that meant. That led not not attributing to that the inflation that resulted. It's what we teach our very our very first year students. If you stimulate demand in the economy through easy monetary policy, through easy financial fiscal policy, you're going to get inflation. So, the, and then that, and that turns back to the first point. It's happening around the world. Mr. Deese, do you not believe that the changes in policy, the demand stimulus performed in the United States, contributed to the inflation that's being felt in other countries? Do you think the inflation generated by, by the three stimulus acts and, 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 and by, by the rapid expansion of the balance sheet of the Fed... Do you think that stopped at our shores? We're the world's reserve currency, sir. We're exporting the inflation, the inflation that that is causing such troubles in Europe and in and in Japan. Uh, well, Japan doesn't have high inflation, but it's causing them a bunch of trouble anyway. No way. The inflation that's that's damaging developing countries is all the result more than more than any act by by any other country, U.S. stimulus has exported inflation around the world. And then to say, well, we're doing better off, well, that's the result of you being the world's reserve currency. And I tell you what, if you export enough inflation, eventually people are going to say, yeah, why, why do I want to be the world's reserve currency? Yeah. I just found this an amazingly... Uh, uh, Amazingly strange thing to say, and I, I, I'm not. I'm strange thing to say. I, I, I couldn't quite understand it. 
Um, I will, let me, uh, yeah, uh, let me play just one more clip here. Uh, also talking about this, uh, about this, uh, Betsy Stevenson. She's a, she was on the Obama, on President Obama's Council of Economic Advisors. Um, she's a professor now at the University of Michigan, uh, and, uh, a reliable spokes, a reliable expert that's brought on CNBC. She was on talking about, about the inflation report as well. Cut number seven. What did we see here? We saw really fast inflation in services. Um, you know, if you look at, at services, less energy was up 0.8 for the month. Shelter was only up 0.7. So what's going on? Well, we're just seeing basically services across the board. Prices are going up. Why are prices going up? Because real wages have fallen because of inflation. And yet the labor market's super tight. So how do you hire people when you're actually paying them less in real terms than you were paying them a year ago or two years ago? To be honest, I've never, I I mean, I'd listened to that clip three times. I think of her as being a pretty sharp person, but I can't quite figure out. I think there's a, I think there's in general a, a flummoxing of experts trying to explain this. But the one that got me the most, we're going to play it after the break, is uh, uh, Jeremy Siegel. He's a professor at uh, at the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. Ah, uh, this has we have to set this up a little bit because this is this is just delightful, uh, and we'll do so right after these messages. We're listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz fourteen forty. smart when that last storm damaged your roof you didn't talk to all the contractors that descended on your neighborhood nope you called a local contractor that you knew you could trust you called jtr roofing jtr roofing lives works in and supports your community you did your homework you checked their online reviews you even asked a couple of their customers how they felt about them and that just confirmed that you made the right choice you don't make snap decisions just because someone tells you they're certified to install home improvement products. You dig for the truth, and you know from experience that JTR Roofing is licensed, bonded, and certified to install roofing, siding, windows, and gutters. JTR also made working with your insurance company a breeze, so when the storm clouds gather and the wind picks up, you smile and relax because you know that JTR Roofing is your local full-service storm damage company. And JTR will be there long after the storm passes. JTRRoofingInc.com When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake, and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation, and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com. The power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish, and we're from Oakdale. Jeff and Trish use the half-off tuition program for both of their sons' Christian education. That's half price for the first year of tuition at participating Twin Cities schools. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. Details at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Minnesota. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. 
Well, we can use some sunshine. It's middle October. Uh, it's the Ides of October, in fact. Uh, and we are just very pleased to uh, be talking with you today. Uh, thank you, Don, for reaching out over Twitter uh, with a picture from uh, Thursday's uh, Monticello event. That was just so fun. Thank you for uh, thank you for uh, doing uh, spending some time uh, spending some time with me on uh, Thursday morning. Uh, and and you know, thank you to manufacturers around the state who produce lots of goods. I had no idea how how big the manufacturing sector in that that little city down the road from me was but it is a, it is big there um very big anyway 6512894477 where John's on the line hey good morning John how are you today oh very good thank you uh, i just yeah. wanted to mention two things um i had mentioned last week that i heard your comment about a possible recession on another yep. local station well, that must have been picked up by the wire services or someone out east because on Tuesday I heard a clip on the radio from Jamie Diamond, who is the president of Chase Bank, which I think is the largest bank in the United States, and his comments were exactly the same as yours. He said <laughs> we were facing a five- to eight-month recession. Yep. Um, I, I, that, I, I agree with that. I did, I did hear Diamond make those comments. You're right. You're right. This, Okay, the second one was on Sunday, the day after you spoke on the radio, on, on Face the Nation, the last 10 or 15 minutes, they had an economist on who was the chief economist for Allianz Life. His name yeah. is Mohammed El Arian. His last name you is got spelled, it. Yep, okay. He yeah. said very eloquently exactly what you had said on this radio broadcast the day before. He, he 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 broke it. Uh, if I had been able to record it, uh, and I don't know what university he's with, but he 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 spelled out in three points exactly what you had been talking about the day before. And I think what he emphasized was that the failing here was that if the Federal Reserve had started to slow things a little last year, the someone else might have said this, that they wouldn't have had to slam on the brakes this time. That's that's how either he or someone compared the federal policy uh, on, on on raising interest rates. But if you could get that, it's uh, Face the Nation does have a website where you can go back yep. and listen to the broadcast. He was very well, eloquent I... in, in saying exactly what you said. Well, it's very interesting you mentioned that. It's, this is a little bit out of, out of turn, but I had actually planned not to talk about that particular piece of Valerian. I, I had not seen the Face of the Nation broadcast. To be honest with you, John, it was a beautiful day Sunday, and I'm like out the door to the golf course as soon as I could in the morning. Oh, sure. But, <laughs> but it was it, not like this weekend, but last weekend was just the weather was glorious. Um, but, uh, but I actually have that clip on my, on my computer here. I'm not going to be able to get, uh, Daniel to extract anything here, but I'll post it to, I'll post the transcript and video, uh, at pound KBRS. But I did get something from him later in the week after the fed put out its, uh, its minutes. And you know what, since you brought it up, I'm going to, I'm going to just put it right here put it right here um and this would have been on uh this would have been on uh squawk box on cnbc uh from from i believe wednesday cut number 12 daniel what the minutes do well is balance the inflation battle with the growth and job challenge what they don't do well and what the bank of england has reminded us we have to keep an eye on is bring in the financial stability challenge and that's what's missing um, in these minutes. There's a passing reference to liquidity in the Treasury market, but that's about it. Yeah. So uh, is John still with us? John, that that was the clip I heard that that actually got me to think about what the second hour of the show is going to be uh, or part of it, because it because t- I it was so important that he tied uh, the, the what was happening to, in the UK to what potentially is happening here in the u.s as well yeah so I, I i really i i i am a fan of Valerian. uh i mean i mean he is president of queen's university in london uh as well as being uh, the the uh, chief economist for Allianz. 
uh, and uh, used to work with Bill Gross at PIMCO. Uh, indeed, uh, someone I've been trying to I've got to go back and find this book. Some reporters did a biography of Bill Gross, who's like one of the legendary bond traders of the uh, legendary bond traders of the 20th and 21st centuries. And uh, and um, L. Arian is all over that book because there's talk about how they were they they were, you know, in some ways at the beginning partners, good competitors. They competed with each other, but in, in a way where you want two people working for the same firm to compete with each other. Um, but um, the re- the reporter I heard on an interview kind of went at the end toward maybe maybe the parting of those two wasn't as good as is <laughs> wasn't as friendly as it might have been. But anyway, um, I, I I do think I do think he's been and he like like a Larry Summers or or like a Jason Furman. He's been out there talking about how late to the game the Fed has been through all this time. And now they're stuck because they're being late from something else. But that's the part I'm going to talk about in the second hour. So, John, thank you. Thank you for the compliment uh, that, that, you know, you think people are saying what I, what, you know, did Jamie Dimon listen to me? Almost certainly not. Uh, but but um, I do think what I'm giving you here is a viewpoint that is supported by other people who do have money in the market. So I don't think of myself as, you know, I think of myself as an academic scribbler. I'm not, I, I don't participate in, in, in managing money, but uh, I, I do think I'm quite, I'm, I do think that I'm pretty well informed on what, on what's happening out there. So John, thank you so much for listening today. And thanks for the question again. Uh, appreciate you very much. Uh, you know, that takes me right away to uh, speaking of academic scribblers, that takes me to, to the other person that got brought on scene, I think this was on CNBC. I'm having to flip through my notes to make sure I've got uh, I've got the right uh, clip here. Yes, this is this was on CNBC because he normally shows up on CNBC. Jeremy Siegel is a highly respected finance professor at the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. Uh, he is he's highly thought of in academia. And, and I can't really do a whole lot with this other than play it and respond to it. So I wanted to talk about this because he's basically saying the Fed is going, the rates are going up too hard, too fast. I'm glad actually that John got me to play the Elarian clip early because I want, because it relates to this as well. But Jeremy Siegel is out saying, "Hey, look, let's look, let's look at the housing market." So let me play this. Let me play the first clip from him. Jeremy Siegel on Thursday on CNBC, cut number four. Let's go to the housing sector, up seven tenths of one percent. That is totally ridiculous. Housing prices, by every indicator, are going down, not up. Even rentals, yes, they're going up from contracts. They're going up from a year ago. But talk to the people on it. They said, I can't get the jumps that I got earlier this year. That should be minus 0.7%. Okay, that that number makes just about no sense to me. His The minus 0.7% is like, I understand the point he's making. So in CPI, we know that the way they try to count the cost of housing. They take four, they take four elements of CPI, uh, four different, uh, excuse me, four different regions of the country, and they try to measure something called owner's equivalent rent of residences. Um, and that, and, and and that compares to the rent of primary residences which goes in for one number for the entire country. So this owner equivalent rent of residences, you know, through the four pieces, I'm going to take, I want to do something for you for a second. They did go up by that seven tenths of a percent in the Midwest. That number is a whole lot less. It's up year over year by only 3.65%. Okay. So it's a lot less in other places, but six, but 11.4% in the west in the northeast 7.6% in the in the south 12.9%. Notice prices are rising more in places 
further south, they're not rising nearly as fast in places to the north. I'll let you draw your own implications from it. And those plus rent of of primary residences constitutes 31.7% of CPI. You actually have to... Uh, you actually have to go ahead and 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 and, and combat this. But what people are picking up on is the fact that house prices go into CPI through a process that averages them out t- over time. Why? Usually, your rental contract only changes the rent about once a year. So every month, you're picking up approximately one twelfth seasonal adjustment works out works out whether or not those those renewals are lumpy um but you're renewing about one twelfth ideally of all the uh leases on apartments through that period so the the statement is that 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 ten point six percent no one's getting a ten percent increase in in rents anymore but the point is some of those leases are leases that are going to come up you know for renewal in December looking back at December a year ago i'm actually not sold on that particular piece i'm a little more sold on the idea that the remaining and by the way rents themselves constitute 7% of cpi 7.5% the other 23.5% um or 20 yeah about 23 percent of cpi comes out of these owner equivalent value of rent what's the value of the house that you're that you're buying right now and that number is up is up uh if i take if i take the average of it i'm having to i'm having to look at a uh, i'm having to highlight things on a web page right this second uh if i take those together those average out to 8.9%. Um, those average out actually to 8.9% rather than the uh, rather than the point uh, on a on a year over year basis, right? So seven tenths of the month comes out to about 8.9% year over year. Um, so they're kind of in that that middle category. But again, I, let me let me play this clip. The, Betsy Stevenson gave us a little hint on this. Where she says this, I'm going to cut this off in the middle, Daniel, so, so be on the stop button, please. Betsy says this, cut number seven. What did we see here? We saw really fast inflation in services. Um, you know, if you look at it, services less energy was up 0.8 for the month. Shelter was only up 0.7. So what's going stop. on? Exactly. Services outside of housing grows faster than housing did. As a matter of mathematics, and this is a point I heard David Bonson make, is a point of mathematics, for sure, for sure, this number will decline, and that's going to pull things down. But you have to look at the other items that are embedded in CPI. I realize I'm up on a break, so I'm going to take a break here. I'll come back. I'm going to read you. What are the other categories, and what rates are they going at And can we speculate on whether or not they would go up or go down? We'll do that right after this. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch. Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain 
pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-457-9220. 7773 Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack barbecue. To do you right, we take time for a barbecue flavor that will blow your mind. Get that Rack Shack attack, oh, Rack Shack barbecue. Searching for ways to strengthen your daily walk? Visit Crosswalk.com. From devotionals to Christian living topics, movie reviews to marriage and financial articles, and so much more. The intersection of faith and life, Crosswalk.com. The division of Salem Media Group. Sightseeing in Ferris, at the Mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440. So I posted, uh, John commented on, uh, caller John commented in the last segment about that Meet the Press piece. If you wa- want to see uh, Muhammad El Arian with uh, Major Garrett on uh, Meet the Meet the Press uh, from last Sunday, I've, I've posted the link for you. It's transcript as well as the video. Uh, take it any way you like. Take it any way you like it. Uh, so... Let me go through this piece. I actually opened up the Cleveland Fed who calculates median CPI. And a median CPI came in hotter than expect hotter than uh, than last month. Median CPI came in at uh, 7 tenths equal to, uh, 7 tenths of percent equal to last month's median and now the past 12 months stands at 7% up from 6.7. Um that compares to the headline CPI at 8.2. And so we've incorporated some of that, hey, you got some things going down. People are talking about the fact that, hey, used cars, they were de- they're down 12% year over year. That's right. Lodging, lodging it, 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 away from home is down also 12%, which is interesting. But let's go to those little pieces that are rising very rapidly year over year. What's at the top of the list? What's risen the most in the last 12 months? Okay. Almost need that little that little Jeopardy music. If you got that if you got that bumper there. Think about what would have risen the most in price for the last 12 months. What category? Now you won't know necessarily what the categories are. It is I'm going to wait for the music to stop. Watches and jewelry. Up 48.6% year over year. If that's not a sign of too much money chasing too few goods, I'm not really sure what is. That's at the top. Is that going to tip over? No. Is it a big part of CPI? Absolutely not. It's two-tenths of 1% of CPI. It's next to nothing. Likewise, uh, car and truck rentals. 
still up 35% year over year. But if I go backwards, motor vehicle maintenance rates are up 25%. That's a service that you buy. It's 1.1% of the CPI, but it's not nothing. And it's something you're going to it's something that you're going to consume no matter what. Uh, insurance rates on cars up over 20% in the last year. Is that going to turn negative? That's 2.5% of the average household budget is the insurance on your car. Those rates are up. I mean, I, I mean I'm going to get my renewal notice for, for my car insurance sometime in the, next, in the next few weeks, and I'm expecting it to make my eyes water, <laughs> right? Um, energy services. Energy services up 14%. Medical care services up 12.5%. I'm still getting I'm still getting PT on my on my uh, knee, and uh, and every, you know getting that ultrasound. It's fantastic. It's okay. It's actually not a bad price. I'm paying 40 bucks every time I go in as my copay for that. That's not bad. But food food away from home up 12% year over year. Do you really see that turning over? That's five percent of the average family budget. So when I hear people like Jeremy Siegel say, hey, I've got, we got this problem with lagged inflation, do I have time to play this clip? I do, I think. Uh, cut number five, please, uh, Daniel. Monetary policy, you know, we started tightening in March. Are we supposed to see that in the core now? No. What do you see the tightening of the monetary policy in? Just like what did you see the loosening of the monetary policy two years ago in? You see it in the housing market? You see it in the financial market, and you see it in the commodity market. All of those exploded in 2020, which showed you that inflation was definitely there and going to go into the official statistics. And what have happened to those three markets? They've gone down. When will it get into the core? Months, if not years down the line. Fresh fruit and vegetables up 19.4%. As someone that, that does the shopping for the household, I got to tell you, the grocery store is a nightmare. I don't know where Jeremy Siegel shops. Um, I don't know if he does the shopping in his household, but my goodness. Uh, cereals, cereals up 12%. Where does he shop? I don't know. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the King Banging Show on The Biz, 1440. I guess you. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Smith Akal. I'm Staff Sergeant I'm Alex. Staff Stevens. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I am proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation. For us all, the few, the proud, the Marines. Education is absolutely the most critical decision you can make for your children. To get half off, it's a no-brainer. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish, his better half, and we're from Oakdale. We wanted a strong Christian school with conservative values. 
The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. I asked the station several times to make sure that I understood that there weren't strings attached, and, and there were no strings attached. The impact on our kids has been amazing. Their critical thinking is stronger, and they're better equipped for life. Yeah, the power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Send your child to a private school for half the cost for their first year. No strings attached. For details and participating schools, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. There's bowls and even bl- Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.